All right, so last night I had a really weird dream. <clears throat> we went to Sam's. But first, Sam texted me and said that he had a stag that he was going to give me. So I was like, okay, guys, let's go. Uh, and he said he had like some other stuff too. So I was like, oh, everybody's going to get something. So we go there and we walk in. And it, it, like, you know how sometimes in dreams you're like at the place, but it's not really yep. the place. So like that's what it was. It was like a different store, but Sam was there with the bar. So like we were walking around this like central display. And like I'm walking around, and when I got to like the other side of it, I hear Roberto go like, "Oh shit!" And like I look around, and that you like real life. You pulled a stag off the shelf, and you're like, "I got it!" And I was like, "No, that's mine." <laughs> <laughs> and Sam was like, "Sorry, he got Hate it." The game, not the player. <laughs> then I was like, "I don't like you anymore, Sam." <laughs> you broke up and with then, Sam in your dream? Yeah. And then Dan pulled a like barrel proof uh eh taylor off the shelf and then i had like a weller special reserve and i was like this sucks <laughs> enjoy your green label <laughs> that's sounds typical like roberto at sam's though of just trying to pillaging come in, come in and just take away the good bottle from somebody hey, else sam knows who the talent is he knows who to hang out with that sounds like real life i haven't had any dreams with sam which is i don't know this don't is know the first one that's a good or bad thing <laughs> I had drinks yeah, with whiskey, I mean, which is good. Like I was whiskey at some point. This is this is my first dream about yeah. whiskey hunting. Dang, and it sucked. So yeah, hopefully it's the last one. <laughs> I call that a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> podcast about bourbon and the ones who drink it. This is Bourbon Matters. Welcome to Bourbon Matters. I'm Jake. I'm Dan. I'm Roberto PDL. And today we are going to ride the lightning. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. With the uh, Metallica's blackened uh, rye whiskey release. Do we need to pay for Roberto singing Metallica? No, because it was pretty bad. Okay. <laughs> yes, and I did it like two keys. Okay. Under the real key, so the copyright gods won't like come what after Vanilla Ice did. Exactly. It's not. It's normally an E minor. I did like A. Okay. It's All fine. Right. Just want to make sure. Do 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 do. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, Lars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I got a couple news stories to start off with. Uh, this first one is from the Whiskey Wash, but it's more of just like a general announcement. Jack Daniels released uh, two different bottle and bonds. Um, they're regular old number seven bottled and bond and then uh, triple mash bottled and bond. Uh, the triple mash, I believe, is a single malt, a rye, and then their regular old number seven mash um, mixed together and then bottled and bond. You um, got one, right? I have both. Yeah, both. <laughs> and uh, I think we're going to do an episode on it. Jeez, man. Um coming up so i mean last week in this room we had like 20 bottles there's about 115 now <laughs> that's in one week you know yeah more bottles in this room you dance cutting this whole house maybe probably pretty close i'm below 50 again so are you really yeah yeah i'm yep. below 52 i'm 42 or something no you're not oh in age oh yeah i age well that's why you can't tell <laughs> <laughs> all right uh next one's from food and wine 
Uh, Forgotten Whiskey Cask sells at auction for nearly $1.3 million. Uh, so the Macallan distilled uh, a cask of scotch in 1988, which makes it 34 years old. Uh, some guy bought the cask in 88 for about 5,000 pounds. Um, he forgot that he bought it <laughs> until the distillery reminded him recently. Um, and he decided to sell it at auction. How much? 1.5? 1.3 million. 1.3, geez. Um, so with the amount of whiskey that's left in the barrel, it comes out to about $2,426 per bottle if Shit. they were to bottle it. So, yeah, that Holy guy. crap. 4,000 a bottle? What'd you say? Two, about 2,500 okay. almost. Wow. Yeah. So that McCallan, guy uh, made a good investment. Yeah. Jeez. Maybe we should buy a barrel and leave it somewhere for 30 years. No kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't, I, I, you would think at one point the flavor's got to go south somewhere. Yeah. I mean, you would think so. Um, the, it seems like uh, scotch doesn't pick up some of the flavors that like bourbon does mm-hmm. when it's super aged. Like yeah. scotch only gets to like a certain level of dark and then it just kind of stays and it's never really that dark. That's true. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I don't know. I'd be interested to try a older scotch. I would love to. That's try. not peated. Well, that if it's McAllen, it's probably peated, right? I think McAllen yeah, is. McAllen is. So we have to find a different yeah. one. But. Yeah, I think that the non-peated scotches is a new thing. And so the older brands, like the older labels, yeah, you, you yeah. won't find non-peated. Yeah. Nice. Uh, next one. Uh, this is from the Smithsonian. Uh, researchers at the University of Technology, Sydney in Australia, developed a device that they call NOSE that can detect differences between whiskeys by smelling them. So it's just a nose that smells whiskey. Yeah. But it's able to distinguish currently between Johnny Walker, Ardbeg, Chivas Regal, and McAllen in less than four minutes. Uh, It has 100% accuracy on the region that the whiskey's from, 96.15% accuracy on the brand name, 92.31% 92.31% accuracy on the style. Wow. And that's between uh, the like six whiskey sample that they they developed for it for a uh, like technology wow. show when it was debuted. Um, it uses eight gas sensors to detect the molecules. And then a machine learning algorithm <clears throat> uh, like references a database that the researchers build over time that has like the different samples. So it's, it's testing the different molecules against the database that they've built. Well, that's really good to know in case we ever run out of paper to put labels on and everyone decides to put all their whiskeys in the exact same bottle without a label on it. We at least have a way to figure out which is which. So we got that scenario covered. (laughs) That's amazing. I mean, that that technology really amazes me. Yeah, but what's interesting about it is that they're saying that this could potentially be used to identify counterfeits. Yeah. I'm glad that's that's top priority and not cancer. Thank God we live in America. (laughs) This is Australia. The amount of investment. That makes more sense. (laughs) 
Well, just a bunch of drugs. They don't have as many problems. <laughs> it's like, no, our women are already too beautiful. We don't need surgeries. All right, let's uh, let's break out the nose to smell <laughs> whiskeys. Interesting. Yeah. Good technology. Yeah. That would be a good job if you're a you know machine learning nose. Yeah. If that's your job, that's great. Do you give it a one one for the machine, one for yeah, me. Well, you yeah. know, if you're the one that's teaching the machine, right? <laughs> well, I guess I guess the good news is if you have the machine, you can let the machine do the work and smelling while you just sit there and drink. Yeah, like yeah. you smelled it. Thanks, thanks for the test, Chug. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So maybe we invent a mouth that can taste whiskey, and it tells you the notes on the nose, the palate, the finish. I know, but then mouth. are you drinking? <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Well, no, we we should do that because I'm making a get rid of Roberto. Yeah, that's true. Machine. It's not as talented. <laughs> good, good luck. I don't know. It might be able to tell the difference between Elijah and Weller. <laughs> <laughs> good luck oh. having it move like this. <laughs> oh. Dan, you want to teach us about blackened? Well, I guess before we get into blackened, <laughs> Dan got um, blackened. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I don't know what that means. <laughs> what? Uh, so this is obviously the Metallica uh, brand of whiskey. I, you guys are both way more into metal and rock than I am. I like rock, but I never got into metal much. Um, you really? Guys ever, oh yeah, you guys yeah, that's right. You like nineties rap or some shit like that. It's but you like music. you like hard rock. I like hard rock. I don't like not metal. I'm not, I'm not too big into metal. I think Volbeat's the only one that I listen to that dabbles in metal. What have yeah. you guys ever seen uh, Metallica in concert? Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, 1990. <clears throat> you guys weren't even born yet. You see, when the six. Black Album came out, yeah, right? It was Black. Well, yeah. it was in 1992 actually, but yeah, it was the Black Album tour. Yeah. yeah. And I I saw him uh, once at Soldier Field a couple years ago when they were there. It might have been 2019. Um, and then I saw them at Rock and Rio in Las Vegas when they did it once in, in the U S uh, and they played for like three and a half hours straight. Jeez. It was awesome. That's how my concert was. It seriously was from like eight to one in the morning or some shit yeah. like that. Well, cause they were like, they were playing, 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 playing like two and a half hours. Like, cause there's no curfew yeah. in Vegas. So, uh, <laughs> Hatfield just like, they finished the song and he's just like, do you guys want to hear more? <laughs> Like everyone just goes nuts. He's like, "All right, I'm telling you, it was it was like that." Uh, you know, again, I did, I was young. This is 1992 or three, and I was I don't know what 14, 12. What, where was it? It was in Mexico City. Oh yeah, it was at the Sports Palace, which is the main venue for metal bands because it's a really cool arena. It's like 360 arena. It's uh, and they normally play 360. Like is it a, in the middle? Is that a soccer field? No, it was it was built for the Olympics. Oh, okay. Back when Way to be racist Olympics. and think it's a soccer field. <laughs> what What else would it be, though? <laughs> was Jeez. it a cornfield? It's not going to be a basketball <laughs> court. Maze. A maze. Was it a maze field? Did they make tortillas there? Uh, no, it was a, It was built for the Olympics. And Mexico City is one of the few cities that everything that was built for the Olympics still in fun- is still functioning. Yeah. Which is great because this arena, I mean, it was from Shed 72 or something. Oh, okay. And hosts to this day. I mean, I went see Guns N' Roses there. Last year, yeah, yeah. Um, that's whenever they do like a big thing. That's probably where it is. That's right? where they go. That's like, where I'm gonna see Iron Maiden in September. I'm nice. gonna go see them there. Is that why so many people record live albums there? It's probably great for recording because yeah. one, they they pack the thing, and I mean it's just loud as hell. And then you know Mexicans tend to be really loud in concerts too. <laughs> um, 
So anyway, so I went to see Metallica and then Hetfield at some point, you know, they play the set and he's like, I mean, seriously, it's like 12 or something like, all right, do you want to hear more? And then at some point he started going to the audience and be like, what do you want to hear next? I want to hear whatever. I mean, the freaking bunch of 12 year old kids. there. <laughs> yeah. And and if you listen to the to the box that that was released in like 94 or something that that was recorded in Mexico City. And you can hear one of the kids where at the concert where I was at request uh, Seek and Destroy or something. <laughs> and they just start playing. All right. Boom. And then they play it. It was, man, it's one of the best bands live that's awesome. that I've ever seen. Really cool. Nice. Well, that's kind of our little uh, background on your guys' Metallica history. Um, <clears throat> like I said, this is the brand uh, that Metallica is uh, basically co-founder of. Uh, they founded it in 2018. And when they first founded it, the master distiller was Dave Pickerel, uh, who was originally of Maker's Mark and also with Whistlepig and Garrison Brothers and a few others along the way. Thanks. Uh, so he was the original uh, the original master distiller there. And in er, uh, 2019, he actually passed away. Uh -huh. um, and the original bottles will all say Dave Pickerel on them. Uh, since then, Rob Dietrich took over since Dave's passing. Uh, that's what's on this bottle i checked the bottle of blackened willet is also a rob dietrich um but it's it's all sourced from unknown american distilleries um so that we don't have really any idea too much where they get the juice from yeah um but it's kentucky though i think i think i read it was like kentucky whiskey does this yeah I maybe uh does it say i don't think it's said on the bottle at all a blend of straight. I thought I read it. Uh, I don't just think it's says a, a blend of straight whiskeys. Yeah, I think I read somewhere. Yeah, it, it, it's the Willet um, one says Kentucky straight. Okay, rye whiskey, but not the regular black end. Okay. Yeah, and that makes sense because Willet is this one says one, right? this is born in Bardstown, bottled by Sweet Amber Distilling. Okay, and it, this is not a Willet collaboration. No, this right? is not with Willet. This is yeah, just, this is just black end. Yep. Okay. Um, <clears throat> They don't have too much out there on the whiskey that they're releasing. We know, or it's figured that it's uh, blended between five and eight year old whiskeys. It's a uh, ninety proof. The mash bill, all we know, is it's at least fifty one percent rye. Uh, it's seventy bucks. Uh, it was a small release, and the first round of it was actually pre order only. So it's not like you're okay. I mean, blackened you can find. Um, the blackened Willet's pretty hard to find. I'm guessing this is probably just as rare as a blackened Willet. Uh, this I pre-ordered, so... Okay, so you were And it's probably gone. I mean, I, I doubt yeah. you can find this on the shelf. I, I don't know if this is going to be a one-time thing, the way that the Willet was. Yeah. Or if this will eventually become a, like, on-the-shelf thing, like the right. regular blackened. Yeah. Um, with the Rye of the Lightning, uh, it's double-finished in Madeira wine and Caribbean rum casks. They're finished in each one for at least two to 14 weeks. And Blacken's big, big thing is their black noise sonic enhancement process, yeah. which is basically they just blare Metallica music wide ages. Uh, this one, they play the live version of Ride the Lightning, yeah. uh, not the studio album, but the live version. And they play it at loud volume as it ages, and they say that the sound vibrations get it to go further into the into the staves and draw out more flavor. It does. It works. Yeah, it sounds... I'm, I'm, that's why everyone <laughs> plays right. loud music for their whiskeys. <laughs> um, that so. sounds right. What if you played Taylor Swift in a whiskey 
in it a comes warehouse. out as gin, I think. Yeah. <laughs> or it comes, comes out as strawberry vodka or some yeah. crap like that. Some totally crap. That's, to say, that's how you get stolen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like to, I saw an ad for, I think it was Sam. Sam put a picture online about truly, it was truly vodka. And that's probably what it sounds, what it comes out yeah. of if you play Megan Taylor. What is it? Whatever the lady I said was. Taylor, Taylor, Swift. Swift. Taylor Swift. Who's Megan? Are you <laughs> Megan Trainer? Uh, Sounds right. I don't know. I, I'm not into. I'm into Metallica. I'm not into pop culture. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I think like if that were, you're gonna say that if that actually works, then you would also say that well, the Jefferson Ocean would be a huge flavor thing yeah. because that's actually rocking back and forth, not just sound. See that I get going through. Uh, so I, I think that highway part of highway I get. You know, because yeah, the American highway is like the. So claim that also the, right yeah with uh being moving on the tra- around in the truck trucks. trailer yeah yeah I, I i don't know i mean it's you hear all these people say that but yet there's still very few people that do that yeah and if it really did enhance the flavor of the whiskey you think you'd see a lot more but yeah um regardless it's it's uh it's a limited or a small release um that's how they do all their bottles it's not just this one each of their blackened bottles gets metallic metallica music played yep during the process and that's kind of the and it's always a different playlist selected by members of the yeah. band for each yep. batch yep you can you can look up what the playlist was for your bottle based on the batch that's number cool. on their website yeah wait so all of the ride the lightnings is is the orion set right yeah like they didn't change the playlist for no. for no. the different batches or anything nope not, not for not for this not, not for, for this one not for the rye yeah okay. for the regular blackened that's where it's, they yeah it changes changes the playlist okay depending on and which batch different yeah. different sound waves will create more or less flavor coming in and out of the barrel I believe yeah <laughs> like Megan Taylor Megan Trainer <laughs> Dan's Dan's not buying into this but I'm, I'm a believer I'm not buying into, a, <laughs> I, into the sound I mean I don't know yeah you, you got to wonder if it's a gimmick or not I don't know I mean I love Metallica I mean it's so cool I, I would love yeah. to go in that warehouse that'd be fun I love the bottles the blackened bottles I mean it's just they're cool you know mm-hmm. they're yeah, bold, and I like that. The Megan Taylor bottle, on the other hand, it looks like a Stoli bottle. Uh, all right, enough of that joke. I think we ran that one into the ground. I ran that one into the I ground. I say we. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, no, it's a I'll, you know again, huge fan of Metallica, especially when. Dave Mustaine was there. You know, Jake doesn't boo, like Megadeth. Boo. Uh, but Dave Mustaine was a critical part of Metallica. And he, I mean, he's credited in like five songs, four songs, and Kill Em All. Yeah. Um, but then he stole all the riffs for yeah. Megadeth songs. And he sings one still in Kill Em All. You can, um, uh, Metal Militia is, is him. It's him singing. Oh, it is him? Yeah. Huh. Uh, which is kind of cool. Because he's not, he's not on, the, on the cover or, I mean, in the back photo. Yeah, uh, in the album. But anyway, why did he get kicked out? He was a junkie. <laughs> oh yeah, he was he was a, a violent drunk. Yeah, like admittedly, he he would be like, but yeah. he like wasn't showing up to like he wasn't showing up and, to like, any shows and stuff. Yeah, I mean, he's a genius by any means or by any measure. But did he get cleaned up after he got kicked out? No, no, no. There's a you know I know that we're not going into whiskey but music, uh, <laughs> but there's a an album, uh, Rust in Peace. By Meta- I mean, by Megadeth, and like he gave so many interviews where he says, like, I don't even remember recording that album. Oh. I was so high and drunk. He's he says that he wakes up one day and the band's like, all right, it's releasing, and he's like, I don't even remember recording it. Yeah, and like that's how 
freaking drunk that guy was or high. That's uh um I can't remember one of the um David Bowie albums. He says that he has no recollection of recording the album that whatsoever because he was so messed up. Just gone. Or like John Daly, he don't remember playing freaking tournaments. Yeah. John Daly's like uh, he's an American icon. Yeah, he's like I don't remember. He's, he's like I don't even remember playing the Masters at one time. He's like, Holy <laughs> shit! And now he's known for being a drunk. Yeah, you know, for and and he apparently before the tournaments that he doesn't even play and he just goes to them. Uh, he hosts Hooters parties in his trailer, <laughs> so he just brings a bunch of Hooters girls to his trailer and he has a party in them. Anyway, again, true American hero. <laughs> True American John hero. Daly, twenty twenty four. Dude, he's kind of he's kind of crazy, but that, if we have time at the end, uh, I've got a Lemmy story that's that's good. Nice. Uh, All right, let's get into the whiskey. Yeah, I was gonna say we we <laughs> this one turn it took a turn on music, uh, which is good. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I I'm a fan of blackened whiskeys. I like the the blackened I like the blackened Willet uh, collaboration that you have. Yeah, and I actually just found one over the weekend. By the way, nice. Um, that was really cool because I I think I'm the only one that didn't have one. Yeah. Yep. And um, so I like black and whiskeys. I like rye whiskeys. And this I've been sipping on it. I mean, you can tell Dan can tell that I'm almost done with it. Mm-hmm. It is great. I think this is great. I you know it's not spicy. No, it's it got a little bit on the back end, but not a ton right. of rye spice. It's mild. It's low proof. I think it's ninety. You said ninety proof. Yeah. You can tell very it's so smooth, proof. very smooth. Uh, the smell threw me off a little. I don't know. I don't know what I. I mean, I at some point I think I smelled toothpaste even, or like, yeah. or like mouthwash. Uh, it, it smells a lot to me like uh, an aged rum. Yeah, there you or go. Or like, or the it's probably the Madeira and the rum it's coming be through the mostly. Rum casks. Yeah, that's a really good point. I forgot about that. It smells, I mean, it's, you know, I couldn't place the smell, and that makes a lot of sense now that you say that. It's not as sweet as some of the rum cask finishes, or yeah. some of the, like, because uh, we tried one other Madeira finish thing. I one of the bar- which... uh, some of the barrels have it in one of the barrels. The Armida. It was barrel. It was Armida, Armida yeah. barrel. Yeah. yeah. And, like, this one's not as sweet no. as, as that, or some of the other rum casks that, yeah. that I've tried. Yeah, no, you're right. I think it's more of a caramel uh taste and yeah. smell yeah um but it you know the color is it's mild it's a it's a light amber color mm-hmm. um it's not too dark and, and i don't know how long it's aged but it's not it's, it, they say about five to eight wow okay so uh, you know you would expect something darker for that interesting um <clears throat> i mean i love the color of this it, yeah, it is it's really nice and this amber. is very uh Jurassic Park mosquito. This is mosquito right here. <laughs> um yeah, it's I, I we don't know the mash bill on it. They don't release that. Uh, I I wouldn't think this is like a super heavy rye. Like I don't think that, I, less than 60% probably. I, that. I don't know where it's at, but it's not. It's like some I of those high ryes where yeah. it's 90 or more. It's not very spicy. No. It's not very spicy at all. Uh it's very tasty. It's 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 tasteful. Um, you know, I don't I don't taste a lot of complexity, but I just taste good flavors like oak and vanilla and caramel and geez, man, like a nutty almond, maybe. I don't know. Um, but it's got a, a sour flavor to it, too. A little bit. And I don't know if rice come in sour mash. 
Um, <coughs> but this is great. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I really enjoy this. I, I, I think I like this better than the Willet one. Than the, the, the black collaboration? Yeah. I haven't tried that one in a while. Yeah, me either. It's, it's been, been a while. while, but I when I had it the one time, I it was good, but I didn't. It wasn't blown away by it. I'm not. It's not like saying this is. I I remember. I really did like the Willet one when I first opened it. Um, but I this one's pretty dang good too. This one's really smooth. Like yeah. you can sip on this for a while. You, it doesn't burn. It's not overwhelming. It's not overpowering. Yeah, I I feel like this one might have like a decent wheat content. That's a good point. To like round out that flavor a little bit. Uh, that's a really maybe good point. ride the lightning album just creates better flavors over <laughs> the blackened album. It's the vibrations. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Maybe I just got a bad playlist on my on the way I ride. <laughs> Sweet vibrations. Like that could be Isn't the problem. Song? Good vibration. Good vibration. That's what it is. I said sweet, but it's good. That's yeah, not, you're that's right. Not a Metallica song. That's, no, it's Marky it's, Mark. It's Marky Metallica. <laughs> Metallica Mark. Uh, Ride the Lightning. By the way, it's. I don't. Man, I'm torn. You're a Metallica fan too. I'm torn because I think it's in my top two. Um, I would say. Jeez, um, I don't know. It's my top two though. Uh, I think. Uh, Oh man, what's my favorite? I'm very my favorite torn. album as a whole. I think is Master of Puppets. I, I agree with that. And then maybe Ride the Lightning, and then the Black Album would be my top three. I oh, think um, Black Album is probably my fourth because and Justice for All to me is just a complete masterpiece. Uh, one is probably my favorite song. One is probably the best song of Metallica. Yeah. I don't know. I actually don't know if I've ever listened to that album all the way through, though. Masterpiece, and I'm a guitar guy, which you know that album is just pure guitar. Yeah, yeah. And um, but "Ride the Lightning" is in my top two. I know the, you know, I know the songs forwards and backwards, and I, I, I am against Dan on this one. I think it makes a hundred percent difference, <laughs> <laughs> especially when you get into "Fade to Black." I think the whiskey said, "Holy shit, this is great." <laughs> Fade to black. It got to, it got to mellow out a little bit, mellowing kinda... a little, and then it speeds up, and then the whiskey's like, "Oh shit, this is really good." <laughs> and then the whiskey starts playing air guitar inside the barrel. They don't have that on tape though. Slap the bass. They slap the boss. And the what? That was is that their second album? That's the second one, yeah. Yeah, because that's yeah. when they start getting nerdy with Call of Cthulhu. Oh my god, what a great freaking song! <laughs> that. Call of Cthulhu is probably what made it good, the whiskey. Yeah. Actually, Fade to Black, the whiskey's like chilling. It's like, this is great. You know, sometimes I don't know what I, I don't know if I need a shot or maybe like smoke something. I don't know. And then Call of Cthulhu comes on. Whiskey's like, I'm in a rhythm. I'm getting my flavor here. And then the molecules start bouncing against each other like a, you know, like a, like a mosh pit. <laughs> That's what molecules do, actually, when you play Metallica and, and for the whiskey. They mosh. Like a mosh. I'm pretty yeah, sure like molecules mosh. are always moving and <laughs> bouncing <laughs> off <laughs> each other. <laughs> then the molecules like, oh, I got to go to the first row at the fence, you know, like at the fence. <laughs> Starts bustling yeah. its way. Exactly. And then one of the molecules <laughs> like, shit, I, I, I caught a pick, a guitar pick. And, and it's, it's a great. What molecules do the flashing? I don't think they're all male, which is weird. I don't. I don't want. Them <laughs> I don't want my molecules flashing. You do, but that's a different story. <laughs> We're not even drunk. 
I don't no, know. One, this is like the first time. I don't think you've said you've drunk before or even got to the tasting of it. I know. I, I drank, but I'm not drunk because I poured, <laughs> I poured just a little. Uh, I believe in the power of Metallica. That's my my review of this whiskey. Same. I, I think it's good. I don't. I think the uh, music is just a gimmick and nothing else matters. Nice. Wow. Look at that. Do we, do we have like a button that says, wow, that's pretty cool? No. I don't know. No. It's not the Nookie one? No. No, we Dang just it. have the Nookie uh that was that was really good well played yeah good reference very good reference good especially to... for someone that doesn't listen to that is that's like the only song i know that yeah. is one good reference uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway so i would grab this bottle i don't know if you can find it you probably can't but if you see it somewhere i would grab it no questions asked yeah 70 dollars. it's not a break the bank if you can um, find it. If you can find it. Yeah. Because it's going for like 200 now, I think. Yeah. And secondary. Like on the, on the, mar- yeah, on the marketplaces. <clears throat> I don't think it'd be worth 200 No, I don't think I so. I would not pay 200 I no. wouldn't. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I think much more than retail, 70 to maybe 100 if you really like Rise. Yeah. Um, or uh, if you're a big Metallica fan and want. I mean, this bottle is different than the rest. So the normal black and bo- uh, bottle, the sound wave on the, for the label is black. The only difference with the with the Willet Rye one is it's got like a chalk X X Willet. Yep. Where this yeah. one is green because again it's rye and we talked yeah. about that ryes are normally in a green. Did we label. talk about this in the last podcast about the green labels or did I dream that I forget? <laughs> no, that was like three, two or three episodes ago. Yeah. Was it? Okay. Um, I don't remember. But which, it, what, it stands out from the rest just because about, it but... is a green sound wave. Yeah. Versus the black. Yeah. Um, Agreed. <clears throat> Good sound waves too, because it's Metallica. <laughs> you know what's? It's you're you're such a Metallica fan. Do you know what sound wave this actually is from? That one, if it's right, the lining probably looks like. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. You know what, Hammy? I think it is a different sound wave than the other blackened box. It is. Right there. It looks like trapped under ice. It is me. different. It is. Yeah, it's a totally different sound wave. Yeah. See, that one looks like trapped under ice. <laughs> I like nice. it. It's good. Yeah, good. I'm glad we... Thanks for opening this bottle. I mean, shit, this is great. I'm enjoying it. It's neat. Yeah, it's tasty. It's smooth. It's tasty. And again, I really enjoy that soury flavor to it. It's got like a sour mash flavor. And I love sour mashes. And, and I am really enjoying this. That's my review. Yeah. Yeah, for... Again, I'm not the biggest of Riot fans. It's For me, it's decent. Um. Again, like when I think of like the very, I don't think it's super high rye, which is probably why yeah. why I'm tolerating this a lot better than some of the other ones. That's why I can tolerate Dan because he's not high rye. <laughs> you can't tolerate me though. Uh, yeah, because you're high rye. Because you're not high rye. Because <laughs> <laughs> the ceiling can't hold us, you know. Wait, no, that's not an idiot. No. That's, that's what's his face? Macklemore. Megan Taylor. Macklemore and. Dang it. So they didn't use Macklemore for this bottle, I'm assuming. No. I don't the think can was hold us. In Metallica. Uh, maybe. Call it Cthulhu. <laughs> anyway. Right. Lemmy story. <laughs> so Lemmy. From Motorhead, the lead singer and he bass player. He died like five years ago. Yeah, he died yeah. a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, but he's famous for downing a bottle of Jack before every show. Shit. And uh, like a whole bottle. Yeah, like a whole slash. bottle. 
Yeah. From Guns N' Roses. <clears throat> and when uh, whenever guests would come over to his house, he just had cases and cases of Jack, and he'd just hand people oh bottles when they came in. <clears throat> and uh, so, hey, along with all the other drugs that he was doing, <laughs> which God knows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the... Uh, so later, like, you know, in the 2000s, late or later 2000s, when he was, I mean, he, I don't know how old he was, probably 60s, probably something. like 97 at that point. Shit. But he's, uh, he goes to the doctor and the doctor is doing blood work and stuff. And he's like, uh, Lemmy says, like, I'm thinking about, you know, like cleaning up and stuff. You know, I'm getting older and like, you know, it's time to start like relaxing and stuff. The doctor does his blood work and goes like, "No, uh, if you stop doing drugs you'll and drinking, die. you'll die. Yeah. Your blood is so polluted oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that you can't you can survive yeah. without the you drugs need to live. That's and, sad, and alcohol. That is sad. Oh man, he that guy could sing. I'm actually doing the with the microphone. I'm doing the Lemmy impression, <laughs> like in in uh, Ace of Base. Oh wait, no, that's a different one." Ace of Spades. Ace of Spades. What's Ace of Base? I, you saw the signs with Ace oh. of Base or All That She Wants Is Another Baby. I'm, man, I'm messing up <laughs> music names today yeah. really badly. Uh, Are you sure a, you're the not Ace drunk? of Base. The Ace of... Oh, wait, that's... It's Spades. <laughs> anyway. that's Yeah, I, I heard that story about Lemmy, just like Slash and many others that mm-hmm. used to just down a bottle. What's his face? Uh, Jimmy Page. Same thing. He would down a bottle of Jack before every concert. How do they do that? How do they function, man? It's like a British and James Australian too. thing. James Hetfield, that's exactly what he did. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he, he was a jack guy. Too. He was like, boom, down the bottle. Lars, I think, is the only clean one of the band. No, Lars is the only one that still drinks. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I he might be clean, clean now. Yeah. but Well, there was a clean one, and maybe it was Kirk. Kirk, Kirk got clean pretty early. Um, then Hetfield did. Yeah. Because um, in that St. Anger documentary... Did you ever see that one? Mm-hmm. So when they were they documented uh the recording of Saint Anger. Yeah. And the <clears throat> the auditions for a new bassist, and that's when Robert Trujillo oh, Trujillo, yeah. But got hired. Um, but they're like you know, sitting in the lunchroom and like James is like fresh out of rehab <laughs> and Lars is just like sitting there drinking beers. He's like, Jeez, Can you man. not like yeah, okay, please don't drink? And it, Lars is just like, like come on, man. Like <laughs> <laughs> like Hatfield gets pissed. He's like, "You need to stop." Like, yeah, no like kidding, I, I just got, <laughs> just got out of rehab, rehab man. <laughs> oh man, if you're Jason Newstead, you're like, "Why did he? Why did he ever quit the band?" I mean, shit. Yeah, I know he wanted to do pro- uh, solo projects and everything. But it's like when you I, just quit he the greatest anything, band of right? life. Yeah, you want when did when did he he quit before the Black Album, right? Or no, was he? he he's on the Black, the Black Album. album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He made the Black Album and he quit right, which before. is like one of the top selling albums of all time. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think oh, yeah. T- top five easily. He was a great bassist, man. I mean, he was a great, or he still is. Yeah. But he just wanted a solo project. I'm like, you just quit one of the, if not the most famous metal band of all time. Yeah. Dang. Robert Trujillo's good, though. He's good. He played I, I, with I think right. He played with Ozzy. He was an Ozzy yeah. bass player uh, before that. But he, they, he played in like three different bands. In the documentary, they, they show his audition and... All three, Hetfield, uh, Lars, and uh, and Kirk, and Kirk are like watching it, and they're like, "He's the only guy that can play battery without a pick." 
that we've seen in all the auditions. Oh man, that's painful. and that's how uh, that's how um, Cliff played it. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Cliff never never used to pick. Yeah. Dang. So they were like, I think this is the guy. Yeah, good for him because Jason used to use a pick for everything. Yeah. Uh, Dan's got nothing to say about this. <laughs> Not too much. No. <laughs> But but next episode we'll do maybe like '90s rap music or something. Yeah, and then I'll have nothing to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Anyway, so where can people find us? Um, why don't you want to let us know, Roberto? Where can they find us? I asked. Oh, did I ask myself the question? I guess I did. <laughs> um, so, in, hey, thanks for the following on Instagram because we've grown followers in the last two weeks. Actually, just in the last two weeks, like twenty five people. So. You know, again, that doesn't sound like a lot for those that have 20,000 followers, but for us, that's 10% it, of our. It's a good increment. Yeah. 10% in the last two right. weeks. Right. Exactly. Uh, they, Bourbon, we've almost doubled since April. Since April, yeah. Or February. Because we had 100. March. We broke 100, I think, like late March or something. Like yeah. That. So, yeah. So it's good. Uh, Bourbon Matters is our handle uh, on Instagram. Um, Bourbon Matters on Facebook as well is our handle on Facebook. And then we have a website that actually Dan just updated this morning. Mm-hmm. It's bourbonmatterspodcast.com. And we have pictures. We have the Instagram feed. We have the episodes, of course. Uh, we have uh, bios, whatever you need. Uh, it's it's a good site. And uh, the podcasts. Yes, you can find us on Spotify, Apple, uh, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Nice. CNN Plus. Not anymore. I think I make that joke every episode. It's usually know. either CNN Plus or, or The Truth. Truth Social. Truth yeah. Social, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or One America News or something. I don't know. <laughs> Newsmax. <laughs> we, we have Twitter, but it's going to be one of those bot accounts that's going to stop the Elon Musk deal. So. Yeah, Elon's going to shut our Twitter down because I only posted like two things. <laughs> what a freaking piece of work. Well, he's man. not going to buy it now, so it's not going to matter. He's backing out. Well, I mean, not officially, but I think he's. People think that he's not going to go through with it. Yeah, we'll see. Cool. Well, good. This was a great bottle. Thanks for opening it. I'm excited to uh, to drink it at some point uh, in more in less moderation. <laughs> I moderated myself today, but yeah. I'll be less moderated. I would make another random Metallica tie in here with a with a song name, but that's all I know is metal up your ass. Yes. Exactly. Metal up your ass. A new catchphrase <laughs> for the for the uh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, cheers.